What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. All right, what's happening? This is Bull Brady and his bro. We're back to chat NFL football again. It's week 13. We got our guy back in town from the holiday break. Let's welcome him in. Back from the big O, the big Oregon, back in town, fat and happy. You know, this year around, uh, last time we went back to Oregon was a few years ago, and uh, it was great. The only part that I would fix was the the pie, right? You know, I like pie. Yep. And so uh, they had a pie that was literally like sitting out on the counter, which I think is funny how people can put a pie off to the side and not touch it because that thing's dusted if it's in our house. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, this thing's going to be unreal for Thanksgiving. Well, they brought it around and I took a bite of it, you know, and I was like, whoa, what is this thing? <laughs> and I look over at my wife and I'm like, what is this? And she goes, that's mincemeat pie. Have uh-huh. you ever had that? No. Dude, it is gnarly. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, the closest thing that it might resemble is, like, dog food. <laughs> and apparently, like, older people like it. And so her grandmother, it was, they made it for her grandmother. So this year around, I was just kind of cracking a joke. I'm like, hey, we got the mincemeat ready to rock this year. And <laughs> they're those like, those things are flying <laughs> off the shelf. And luckily, like, everything else. In the world now, I guess the price got super jacked up on it. And so, like, to make one of these pies was going to be, like, 55 bucks or something. <laughs> like, thank God. So, luckily, they, they just bought the the grocery store apple pie to fill in for it. So, we were good to go. <laughs> wow. But yeah. I, I would not recommend the mincemeat. Ugh. There's the, the pie place up here that we kind of live by. I cruised in the day before Thanksgiving, and it was... Probably a little late in the week to pop in because the lines were rocking and right. they were pumping them out. But yeah, they had the pumpkin and the apples, so we were good. Yeah, you got to get the pie rocking. How was the Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, we were in town, so just kind of did some family stops and some uh, some golf one day and then kind of just kicked it for the, the weekend for football, which was, oh, get the holiday lights up, so we're looking good. <laughs> the blow-ups? Yep. Yep. My one son cranks <clears throat> the blow-ups, so... I limited him to to seven this year. Come on, seven blow ups, and then the rest is kind of like the wicker and the lights. So, and out of the seven, how many of them are above seven feet high? Uh, like four or five. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the Chevy Chase. Yeah, that's yeah. the Chevy Chase. Uh, <laughs> Got to get in the spirit for for the neighborhood and the kids. That's true. Nothing's wrong with that. But yeah, the you know Thanksgiving was great with the NFL games. With the, with a couple college sprinkled in there too, right? Well, no complaints for me either because I was able to have the the TV on. They put them on the games all day, so we didn't have an issue there, which was legit. So, me and the boys were watching the game. There there was a um, young lady that came over. She was friends with someone. Um, she like like knocked at the door. And there weren't very many of us there. Um, and so I thought it was the neighbor um, because everyone that lived there wasn't there. So I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi, I'm I'm here for Thanksgiving. You know, I'm friends with so-and-so. I'm like, oh, come on in. So she comes on in and, and she didn't know anyone there and we didn't know her. And so 
we were just chatting and um she actually could hold a conversation well because you know that that's a skill that um a lot of people don't have sure so she was chitting away and you know um we're like oh are you football fans at all and she's like you know i'm not and i'm like oh okay so we start kind of talking football with her she goes oh it looks like uh the Cowboys are winning here. And then our six-year-old goes, yeah, but don't worry. My dad's getting nine and a half points. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good with the Giants. Just well-versed in line coverage. Exactly. Already. So then we had to explain the spread to her, and we were all set for the rest of the day. There you go. Well, we're not changing the channel if you don't like football. So no, we're not. Saddle up here. No, we're not. And um, if you're going to be watching here, you got to cheer for the Giants on this game, plus nine and a half. Right? Uh, yeah, I was texting you that one. That was a little backdoor Louie there. Yes, it was. Wow, that one came in for us. Was that, I mean, it was under 20 seconds, I think, or so when they got the, the, the TD at there to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was eight seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, we had some go against us, though, too. Well, yeah, the, the weekend was brutal for me. Uh-huh. I think it was brutal for a lot of people, really. Um you know the the one that I'm thinking of was the the Patriots game or Patriots the Bucks game. Tom's uh. ahead seventeen ten, and it's fourth and ten on the twelve yard line. And Jacoby Brissett airs one, throws an airmail one, and Njoku one hander tight uh, end, unreal. It's not like he's OBJ or anything. This big tight end one hand to, to send it into overtime. That was a backdoor the wrong way well yeah i mean if you go back to like a minute and 45 left tampa got the ball a couple times there and the two times in a row didn't get a first down uh-huh. and just kept giving it back to him right i'm like duh you just keep giving them chances here and then uh how about this one if i would have told you uh the niners are going to score 13 points and i'm going to give you and the saints nine and a half what team are you going to take? <laughs> right. I mean, is that a no-brainer? You're taking the Saints? Did you watch that game? Yeah, and they, I mean, the Saints were inside the 10, I think, twice there, and, and Kamara fumbled one of them. Yep. I mean, they should have just at least punched one of those in. Oh, dude. I mean, that was, when Kamara fumbled that one, the TV almost went through the window. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was so pleased. And then they throw up the stat that it's the first time ever he's fumbled twice in one game. I'm like, sweet time to do it, Kamara. Your neighbors are like, wow, it was quiet for a week there. Well, oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah. The games are on. And the NFL ticket is rocking over there. Like, wow, he sure is a favorite of a lot of teams besides <laughs> the Niners. Speaking of the Niners, so... I mean, I think, you know, we've always said about Jimmy G that we've just been kind of neutral on him. You know, I we've never said that he was bad, never thought he was great. But they did throw up the stat. He is ahead of Joe Montana and currently tied with Steve Young for the best record starting off with the 49ers, 41-19. and 19. So, th- Yeah, the win percentage you, you can't ignore for sure. The um You know, there's there's other stats they keep throwing out with these these other guys like Tua and stuff for their... Their first 30 starts in the league compared to like Montana and these like Brady, um, you know, it's it's hard to compare generations, but the win percentage one holds true. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. And, you know, look, like I always say, once again, I mean, I just don't see the guy doesn't do anything great, doesn't do anything terrible. Sometimes he makes a mistake. Sometimes he makes a great throw, you know. 
Uh, the Saints aren't slouches on defense. I mean, they they were making it tough to, to get the ball to the, the playmakers. Oh, yeah, they were. Um, you know, that's the reason why I like them is because the I mean, dude, they shut them down to 13 and we can't score. That's incredible. <laughs> we like McCaffrey, but he's it's not like he's running for 100 yards every game either. There's not much room in there for him. I think I think McCaff's a little banged up right now. So um, Mitchell's out. Yeah. And now McCaff, I think they might have to sit him out a little bit too. It just you, you need you need two guys you can kind of go between in the NFL now, and, and if it's just one of them, they get pounded even more. Yeah. Do you have a a take on the Niners this week? They're minus three and a half against Tyreek the Cheetah Hill. Uh, yeah, he's he's questionable with the hamstring or something. I think. Um, really? Yeah, he usually works his way through the week. They always just kind of put the cue next to him on you know the ticker thing. Mm-hmm. The yeah, Dolphins are getting three and a half. Yep. I, they've, I, they haven't played too many tough squads. You can't ignore what they're doing right now. Um, but I would, I'd probably lean with the Niners here. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. It, it, it's not an easy one. I know the, uh, the Dolphins are coming out west for two in a row, too. It's Niners, then at Chargers. So I'm sure they're going to pack up their gear for two weeks here in a row and try to get used to the time change. So. Uh, oh, oh! the Dolphins play the Chargers after this? The following week. Interesting. I wonder if they will stay out here. I would imagine. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the, if we want to go back to the last week, too, so I, I went one more time to the well on the Broncos, which was brutal, too. Oh, did you? I just thought, you know, they're starting Darnold. I'm like, this defense is pretty solid. You know, it was the number one scoring defense in the league. Sure. Russ can punch in a couple here, but no, (laughs) we're still the league lowest in points per game at like 14.7. I mean, I'm not even sure if it's that high because I saw uh, four of the games they've scored 10 or less and like 10 of the game, 10 of the games they've scored 16 or less. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's 14. I mean, which isn't like (laughs) we're fighting here for 14. That's not a ton. I mean, that is showtime and did you see how the you know they keep talking about how that defensive lineman was yelling something at russ yeah that didn't look very good i mean that that stuff happens but he's probably like punch the damn thing in dude we're doing our job right (laughs) i mean yeah i keep thinking about russ because you know someone sent that there was like the (laughs) the text that was cruising around and it said russell wilson 12 bedroom mansion more rooms than td's throne you know, like he's got right. more rooms in his house than TDs. Throw. I mean, you wonder what it's like around that house right now. It's got to be a little bit down. Uh, yeah, he, he's he's a strange dude. But I, the the fans are turning on him, obviously, because they're not winning. But like, because he'll post like videos of himself walking into the arena, and he's got like his little roller suitcase, nice suit on, like the chains out with like the cross or something. Yeah, and it's just like still so blessed. And it's like, hey, Russ. Read the room here, bud. You know, <laughs> the fans are just ripping him. Like, read the room. You, you, we know you're loaded and you got your, your fancy stuff, but let's get some W's for the yeah. Broncos here. Yeah, and, and stay off social media until you start getting some W's, bud. Like, we don't need you posting that. Why don't you focus in on the ball game? Yeah, and then we kind of mentioned, you know, he's he's maybe reading the wrong audibles from, he's saying Seahawk ones or something they've been saying. That's got to be bullshit, I think. I mean, come on, there's no way. But there's also a thing, like some people can't get directly his cell phone number. You have to go through his manager sometimes. So, Well, you know how that is. They, they just start throwing all kinds of crap out there when you're not doing well. But, um, but I think you did go back to the well on your... 
other squad, and it came through for you. Yep. They're probably the most exciting squad to watch, the Raiders. <laughs> you think so? Because it, it all comes down to the end. Well, <clears throat> so I took the Raiders also for the um, Circa contest, and that was awesome. I mean, Josh Jacobs, remember we said it a few, few weeks ago, that guy's balling. Yep, because he didn't get the contract. Right. Which is silly, you know. It's like now he's cranking into gear, but um, he had like he had like over three hundred total yards mm-hmm. rushing and receiving. I mean, good try. I mean, the walk off eighty six yarder to win it. Yeah, that was pretty pretty legit. And now the Raids play the Chargers this week. Yeah, and the Raids are getting two. And here's what, when I took a look at the lines this week, ladies and gentlemen, the first thing that stood out to me was I couldn't believe how low the over-unders were. And so there's 14 games being played this week, and eight of them have an over-under of 44 points or less. So that's telling you, obviously, there's not going to be much scoring. And so points are super vital in a situation like that. And I immediately thought of some teasers, and the Raiders are one of them. Mm. Yeah. We're moving the tease. We're moving the raids. We're teasing them up. Remember, we like to go through three and seven, either up um, or down into our advantage. Raiders plus eight. And then you mentioned the Broncos. They're playing Lamar. And we're going to move Lamar from eight down to two. Teaser best bet Raiders plus eight. And Ravens minus two. Let's get ready to ball. <laughs> you mentioned the over under for the for the Raider game. It's fifty point five right now. They're they're one of the higher ones. Uh, but yeah, I like where you're going with them covering that many points. Well, they played the Chargers. I believe it was the first game of the season, and, mm-hmm. and it was in Los Angeles. And it was basically a, a back and forth game until the end. So. The Raiders know that they need to win, and remember, you know that was one of our best bets last week, and it was because I thought they were going to ride the momentum of the Bronx game, and now they've got this. They're like, let's keep her going. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll be able to cover the two. You know, I would lean with the Raiders still, but I really like the plus eight. And then you've got Lamar. Guy's going to be pleased that they they lost against the Jags. Those were, uh, yeah, I I had them against the Jags. It was minus four at the Jags, Mm -hmm. and they were looking good sub two minutes also. Right. Up seven, and T. Lawrence has the drive of his life. And then there's maybe a sliver of hope if we go to OT, but nope. Two coaches went for two-point conversions. The Jags and the Chargers. Right. And I was on the wrong side of both of those. (laughs) 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 yeah that happens i i actually i stayed away from the jags game but you know luckily but yeah still they the ravens were in control of that game and i I mean lamar just needs a little help here yeah he he was he was a little ticked off too because they got down in the red zone at least a two or three times where they should have had touchdowns and tucker he just had to do these little chip shotters yeah they punch those ends it's not even close well, and then and then he had Tucker, right? I mean, is that guy unreal? 67-yard attempt? Yeah. And so, unfortunately, it snaps the streak of 65 field goals made in a row between fourth quarter and overtime. I mean, he actually, he's got to be the coolest kicker of all time. Maybe, yeah. the, maybe the only cool kicker of all time. Now, there were some other guys. Remember there was a dude back in the day for the Chicago Bears, and he used to roll up his sleeves to show his pipes? <laughs> there was that guy, too. But it doesn't happen very often, but he he's one of them. 
Yeah, he's got some cool little hand gestures to the sidelines and stuff too. <laughs> but his, I mean, the, they're booted deep, and they're also just in the middle. Oh, dude, they never veer outside, left or right. Yeah, like they're just down the pipe. Yeah, he also um, is an opera singer, I think. Yeah, yeah, multifaceted. No kidding. So, what else do you like this week? Um, well, there's a guy coming back that's been out, Big Deshaun. And Uh-oh. he's going, <laughs> are we going to be on the opposite ends of this one? Quite possibly. Yep. I'm going to take Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland's pretty solid. They're just, you know, they're not scoring enough with Big Chubb and Garrett and those guys. I'll take Cleveland minus seven going to Texans. Well, I'm not saying I would take the Texans, but I they're mean. They're probably the worst team in the league. I, um, mean, I mean, they are. Quite possibly. They're there with the Rams. The Rams are bueno, too, especially now that Donald, I think, is going to be out. He's got the high ankle sprain for the Rams, FYI. But um, here's what I've got to say about Deshaun. Guy hasn't played in two years. When he played in preseason, he didn't look that good. And I'm I'm pretty sure he hasn't been allowed to practice with the team this no, entire he time. He's been running the scout team. No, 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 no. You need to double check that. I, I don't think that's the case. I think he had to stay away from the team the entire time. He's been in the building for a month, and I th- I heard him say last week he ran the scout team. No, no, no. Well, because he came back last week. Yeah. He was able to come back week 11. Correct. But I'm saying be- be- before week 11, I don't think he was allowed on the premises as far as practicing with the team. Mm, I think he's been in team meetings and stuff for the last few, three, four weeks. Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, the last few weeks, because I told you he could come back week 11, but he has not been practicing with the team. Let's just put it at that. Well, get ready. So, so he hasn't. Play, I mean, he hasn't played in two years. He hasn't practiced with the team, you know, except for like the last week and a half. And he's going to come out and ball. I just don't think so. Yep. <laughs> and not to mention, it's got to be weird going back there for him. I mean, there's going to be people yelling at him and stuff. So I don't think it's a very comfortable situation. But they're smart. They know, you know. Let's hey, let's get this guy back in there when it's against the worst team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Just seven and a half. I mean, come on, on the road. Oh, I see seven here on some of them. Okay, well, still, and he'll be bringing his own uh, hand towel when he gets out of the shower post game. <laughs> Gnarly. <laughs> I mean, that's not my favorite. I've got her down here. Uh, I've got Minnesota here at home with oh. the Jets coming to town. I yeah. think Mike White. Looked good, but they faced a depleted Bears squad there. Well, I totally agree with you there. I'm not. I'm not so sure on the Vikings because you know what I think about them. They're just so lucky. But I, I want to fade them. It's just not here. But I'm with you on the Mike White. Like people were hyping him up. I'm like, dude, come on. He just played the Bears with like most of their starters hurt and backup QB. I mean, who you know should probably be playing at the YMCA, not the NFL. Yeah, so I'm with you. We people got a little carried away with the Mike White there, but that's a definite stay away for me. Um, and then the one we had last week, they they took a brutal penalty to lose the game here to the Bengals, the Titans. Right? Did you see that guy push the into the center, the long snapper? Mm. So it just ended. Yes, I did. That was incredible. <laughs> that was that was a tough way to end that one. So I mean, Philly's obviously good. I think people keep trying to nitpick someone who's good for they're trying to knock them down which you know because of their schedule and whatnot and the style of play right i'll take uh i'll take the titans here you know it's at five and a half i like that one um the titans are also the number one rated run defense in the nfl 
So obviously the Eagles like to run. Um, and the Titans just play close ball games. I mean, you want to give them five and a half? Okay. I mean, I think that's a good one. That, that one almost made my card. It almost made my card. So I'm with you there. Yeah. I mean, there was Jalen Hurst had like, he had two runs over like 40 yards. It's like they just, he found a couple openings and that just blew that thing open. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Aaron got hurt too. They, they were going to come back and cover. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. The Circa line was actually seven, but the line a lot of other places was six and a half. But yes, I would. Aaron would have covered there. When he went out, I go, see you later. That's not happening. I mean, Jordan had a, a good drive there. It's just it changed the game there. And the Titans are better than the Packers. Yes, they are. And so with that in mind, when, they, when the Packers played Philadelphia on the road, they were getting six, and now the Titans are getting five and a half. I think most people would agree that the Titans are better and the Titans actually beat them in Green Bay also. So, you know, what's that tell you? Yeah, I, I bet the Titans win this game. Wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that one. Now, what about the marquee game that we've got on this week? <laughs> is it going to be a joke? No, no, no. It's no joke because this is Patty versus Joe Johnny Be Good oh, Burrow. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that ball game? It's uh, KC minus two and a half currently. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be pissed because they, they lost to him to go to the Super Bowl? Well, that's kind of my train of thought here. But, I mean, let's review what happened last year. They went to Cincinnati earlier in the season, week 17, and Kansas City was a four-and-a-half-point favorite, um, and they should have been. They got out to the quick lead, 14 to bagels, if you remember correctly. And then Jamar Chase, it was the Jamar Chase show, 11 catches for 266 yards. It was the most receiving yards ever for a rookie in one game. And the Bengals came back to win 34-31 because Kansas City got a whopping three points in the second half. Okay, that's how the Bengals won the first game. Then the second game, the playoffs, Kansas City's home field advantage. We all might remember what happened there. They got out to the lead. The Bengals came back again, went to OT, and then beat Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. And you don't think Patty remembers that. Get ready. Mm -hmm. It's the Patty show. (laughs) We're going to take KC minus the two and a half. Let's get ready to crap on the Bengals. Yeah, I think Jamar Chase almost played last week at the Titans. They said he looked good in warm-ups, but they held off. So he might give it a go this week. He probably wants to. Bring it on. Yeah. I mean, let's bring it on. We want him out there. It's time for us to shut him down. So I like Kansas City there. Best bet, minus the two and a half. If the Bengals beat them, I I give props to the Bengals. Not like, wow, you know, incredible props because they are at home. But I still would be surprised. But, I mean, let's get ready. These guys might face each other again in the playoffs. I just think Patty's got something to prove here and patty's been humming a little bit he, oh yeah he's he's mvp I mean, you can just tell by the way he spreads the ball around and these these other guys are starting to look good talk about making your your teammates look better right you know like a good point guard he he certainly does that and i mean you can throw this last game against the rams out the window they almost cared about that thing yeah i uh I know we tried to offer you a trade for for Kelsey because you have him in fantasy, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I saw something on on the point differential, how much his lead is on on the second place tight end, which is Andrews on on Baltimore. Yeah, he has more than a hundred points than him fantasy wise this year, and Andrews 
is in second. The guy in 33rd. Andrew's lead over the 33rd place guy's 80 points. So he said the, the differential between first and second is more than the differential between second and 33rd place tight ends for fantasy. <laughs> wow. That's how much he just craps on them. All right, BB, I hope you heard that out there, buddy. Now you know why I turned down that trade in week two. He's, dude, I mean, is he just always open for like the 30 yarder when he needs it and it's kind of yeah it's it's like it's funny because i look at him he's not yo he's not that fast and then three dudes are kind of holding on to him at like the 10 he still gets in yeah he's like he's not like straight line fast but he's pretty quick and like i've said before he can here's what he does the best i believe for someone his size is he can plant on a dime he cuts really quickly um and i think that's you know and he's obviously a good route runner but what he what he's the best at, and this is when you're going to find like a quarterback and a receiver or tight end when they're hooking up the best is the guys that are the best receivers or tight ends are the guys that read the field like a quarterback. And what I mean by that is when it's a zone, they know where to sit down in the open area, and mm-hmm. that sounds like easier than it is, but it's not. Like you need to find the open area and you need to do it quickly, and the quarterback needs to see the same thing. That's what he and Patty do well. And then also, like sometimes, you know, you have an option route and you're supposed to run in a route according to what the defense is playing. So if they're playing a man, you might do one route. If they're playing a zone, you do the other. That's what he does really well. Yeah. Same page. And then he can read it himself, too. And he's a great athlete, obviously. Mm-hmm. And his brother, for people that don't know, is the starting center for the Philadelphia Eagles. And a good one. He's another one where I was just watching him because they hype him up quite a bit on the telecast. And he's not big at all. Um, I think he's uh, like obviously a good athlete. Like He can just move really well for someone that weighs like 280 pounds or whatever. Yeah. And then smart. You know, your center has to be smart, too. Yep. That, that is true. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, what else is standing out game wise this week? Well, I'm going back to the teas. The teas, like I said, the teasers are really sticking out for me this week. Um, so the first teaser again was the Raiders plus eight and the Ravens minus two. Another team that I would like to to tease those two games with is the Giants plus eight and a half. So the Giants are at home. The look ahead line against the Commanders was a pick'em. And because of the way our boy Heineke and everyone's been playing, they got bumped up to Commanders minus two, which is a little bit of a stretch on the road. We've been backing up Heineke more than you know anyone else has these last you know several weeks. But dude, giving up points on the road to a divisional rival, um, I'm going to bump that up, and mm-hmm. we'll take the eight there. Okay. What about someone who might be a little juiced off off the uh, the two point conversion win? Jacksonville is going to the Detroiter. Wow! And Jacksonville's favored minus one and a half. Yeah, I mean Detroit's been playing well at home. No, I, mean, I know they have. That was a good. Um, they covered on Thanksgiving, right? That's a flip up the coin, and you call heads or tails, and you let me know what squad you want, and I'll take the other one. Yeah, because I mean that. I, I just that's the feeling I have on that one. Yeah, I would probably take the points with Detroit at home there. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. There's not much that I have there. The one thing that sticks out about the Jags that you know maybe people have been hearing about is their point differential. Is they've actually scored more points than that they've given up. And typically, when you have scored more points than you've given up, you're going to have a winning record. And they actually don't. So that means you know they're probably better than they 
their record shows. And then conversely, the Vikings are the exact opposite, actually. They have this great record, but their point differential is about even, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I'm looking at the Sunday night game is, is the Colts are going to Dallas. That one's getting up there. It's 10 and a half, Dallas. Well, did you watch the Colts last night? Yeah, I think the Jeff Saturday nice guy, but I think some of the, the lack of experience thing is going to come into play here on some of these games, like the, the time clock thing that he kind of didn't handle well. I mean, dude, when you have a nine-year-old sitting there saying, Dad, why aren't they taking a timeout? Something's wrong. You had three timeouts, and they're just sitting on them. Like they were ahead. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so terrible. So, And then also, I don't know if you were listening to Troy Aikman on the game, but you could tell Troy was like, I, I really don't know what these plays are. Right. These offensive plays. Like You could tell Troy was like, this looks like a flag football game out here, these, these plays they're running. Well, because he, he appointed the guy that was like the quarterback coach who never called plays to become the new or coordinator. Right. Right. So that guy's probably a little over the skis also. <laughs> Yeah, he is. And then Monday nighter is New Orleans is going to Tampa. Tampa's minus three and a half. Tom's tough to kind of, well, they should have had last week. Right. Well, here's my take on Tom. So obviously, not only does he have the divorce going on, but he's got that whole FTX, like crypto exchange. Yep. You know, he was like a, a voice and a spokesman for that. And that thing crashed and burned and people lost all kinds of money. I, I Tom's got a small amount going on right now. <laughs> He's a stay away for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I hear you there. You know, the thing about that game is I think it opened up uh, plus six and now it's down to three and a half. So it's like you kind of missed the boat on that one. But as we know, Dennis Allen, who's now the head coach, was the defensive coordinator for the Saints. He shuts down Tommy and the Bucks. So that's probably a little stay away. Yeah, those are always tight games. Mm-hmm. Or that's also a good option to, uh, you know, tease too if you want. Okay. Do were there any individual games you want to recap, or were they just the teasers? No, the only individual game that I got is the KC minus two and a half best bet, and then the best bets, the teasers are move the Raiders up to eight, the Ravens down to two, and the Giants up to the eight and a half, and uh, make three different teasers between those guys. Okay, and then uh, as far as the college games, you know we have the. The, the championships, the league championships this week. And I took a gander at them and nothing was popping out. You know, when these bowl games get rocking, there'll be a lot. But right now, there's nothing really sticking out. I mean, SC does play Utah, which is a good game. Um, I'm really bummed at myself because you may recall that, you know, like six weeks ago, I remember I was talking about Caleb Williams, the quarterback for SC. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, this guy's a badass. I I should have thrown money on him to win the Heisman then, and I did not. Maybe some other listeners did. That would have been great. <laughs> Maybe we can split your chips if you put them down. <laughs> but, I mean, he's balling. Have you seen him play? Yeah. Dude, he's big time. Uh-huh. I mean, he's 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 legit. That, that's pretty crazy if, if he's going to get into the playoffs their first year, Lincoln Riley at USC. No kidding. Colin Callard will be stoked um I yeah mean, that's that, impressive i think he had like 19 portal transfers oh yeah you know but still yeah getting it all to gel within one year like that that's pretty impressive yeah uh, uh, alabama you know saban was trying to work his way in with those two losses but not happening this year first time they'll miss the playoffs ever yep since they've had it yeah Wow. People are probably a little bummed in, in Tuscaloosa right now. Roll Tide is not rolling. 
<laughs> All right, anything else you want to add? That's it, baby. Okay, well, I think that'll do it for week 13 NFL here. Don't forget Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks, and we will update you there throughout the week and the weekend with changing lines, etc. Please continue to write those reviews on Apple Podcasts, and we'll pick someone each week, and we'll send you a hat. That'll do it for this one. See ya. See ya.